You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Let's do this. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. Let's do this. It is time for happy hour. It is a man cave happy hour. Whiskey, cigar, spirits, the stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. Hey, I'm Matt Fox. And, and we are at the Stray Cat. Yes, we are, man. <laughs> yes. Well, welcome. Yes, back back to the Stray Cat. I think it was episode number two that we did here. Yes, we did. And it kind of tonight's kind of full circle for yes. us a little bit. Because our very first show, we did a very special cigar, and it happened to be Rocky Patel. Uh-huh. But tonight, we yes. actually, at the Stray Cat, we are actually invited to be here. Yeah, and a lot of times we just burst into bars and just plant ourselves down. Hey, we're doing a show. We're doing a show here today, and and it's like, but today we were actually, uh, actually invited. They they wanted, I don't know why, but they they wanted us to be here, and uh, they invited in a, a, a friend. Rob from Rocky Patel is with us. Rob, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be here and, uh, of course, hang out at the Stray Cat and have a good drink and a good smoke and... Uh, be with some friends and I like it. Have some good conversation. Yeah, See, thanks for making us uh, welcome in in your place again. No problem. This yes. is Scott from Stray Cat. Scott, you for coming in and making this our little man cave area. No, you and Jackie have always been very, very gracious, you know, having us here and, you know, supporting the Man Cave and just being here with you and with Jackie, you know, and with all your patrons here. I just yeah. thank you very, very much. Putting up with us, taking over the corner, and we have the, the godfather <laughs> of cigars in Michigan, Paul from Cigar Smokers of Michigan. Yes, I got that right? Paul Camilleri from and, Cigar uh, Smokers of Michigan. Yes. Thank so, you very uh, much for having me. You just got, uh, you guys just hit a milestone as well. We did have a milestone earlier this month, 2,000 members. Wow, that's, that's amazing. That's great. That's fantastic. That's one of the beautiful things about the industry, the way, you know, people like Paul keep us all connected, and, you know, it, it's amazing. It's yeah. a beautiful aspect. They do these fun little herfs, and they uh, get-togethers, yep. and, uh, yeah, yeah, no yeah, matter, no matter what the weather, herf. we're having fun. Like to like to visit our uh, brick and mortars down here in Michigan, and you know come and visit everybody every once in a while. And, and you have a, <laughs> you do YouTube jar uh, videos, and you yeah, put them I on do the video Facebook, reviews right? on uh, our website. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's uh, give you a little, time. Give it a little flavor tasting. Yeah. Yep. I get people who agree with me, disagree with me, <laughs> say I'm full of crap, and it's all good. Right. So, but we got because we, we're lucky today. We got Rob Wilson from Rocky Patel, and Rob. Rocky Patel, you guys are doing something kind of neat, kind of interesting, uh, a, a big championship. What What's the new deal with, with Rocky to... Patel and, 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 and smoking world class? Well, the uh, Cigar Smoking World Championship. This event. Uh, you laugh. Right? It's so real. Right. It's awesome. Well, it's, yeah. a, it's been an it's event. It's like, honey, I'm going to the world championship. Right, exactly. Exactly. You know, what is, what is it? Well, it's been going on. Here we right. go. It's been going on in Croatia. <laughs> it's been going on in Croatia for some years now. And what it is, it's a slow smoking conversation contest so the championship the competition they have a special size that they created called the Mareva which is a five and an eight by 42 uh, size cigar you know corona ish okay and uh, but they call it the Mareva and the idea is is you know you you, you light the cigar and everybody lights the cigar and it's whoever can make it last the longest wins this championship. <laughs> 
and and it's still very new to a lot of people here in the states. Yeah. Uh, but you know, through knowing someone who's gone over to Croatia to be involved in the championship, that's how I first learned about it. Uh, and now you know, Rocky is the official cigar. So we we actually have a blend that we created for this event. Uh, so, so the, the tobaccos so, are a special blend. The size is a special e- size. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And everybody's smoking the same. Absolutely. Same thing. Okay. Absolutely. So and and Rocky, you know, wanting to bring the fun over stateside. Yeah. Came out with a great idea. So at lounges all across the U.S., he is holding cigar smoking world championship events, and the winners of. All the events across the U.S. will will convene in uh, Pittsburgh oh. at, at the Rocky Burn by Rocky Patel in Pittsburgh okay. for the championship <laughs> oh, of the God. U.S. And then the U.S. champion will be flown over to Croatia <laughs> oh. to battle the rest of the world. And that is oh, like that is unlike fantastic. the World Series of yeah. baseball, which is just <laughs> right. In I the mean, US. it's one of this those is a real world championship. Absolutely, and kind of the cool thing about it is you know. I always say, you know, I, I sometimes sound hokey, but I really do like and respect the, the man that I work for. I, I, I love what he's done for the industry and what he continues to do for this industry. But then sometimes, just as a, a, a member of this industry, I look at certain things he does and I'm like, wow, what a great idea. Why didn't I think of that? And that's kind of this. I mean, what a brilliant idea to bring something like this stateside, right. you know, for all of us to get involved with and enjoy the fun. I mean, everybody likes a good competition, right? Yeah. And so he takes this. And we have a championship here in the U.S. And then we send you over to hopefully, uh, you know, take on the world. What actually do you win? Um, a ring, a belt? Well, they, they, <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Um, what, what you your, your name up in lights somewhere. Somewhere. I mean, I'm in the U.S. You got to US. go to Pittsburgh, and then you got to go to Croatia. Yeah, yeah that's There's right. You, Absolutely. <laughs> now, there, there are prizes that uh, Rocky has for the events across the U.S., you know, like certain cigar cases, you know, commemorative oh, cool. stuff that's specific to these events, and also for the, the you know, championship here stateside. Sure. Uh, so specific, you know, prizes, humidors, you know, carriers, that kind of thing. Um, and then over in Croatia, I got to be honest, um, you, you caught me with something I'm not sure of, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's... Mm. It, it, you were describing it, and I had flashbacks to watching the movie Beer Fest. You yes, know? Yeah. yes, absolutely. You're walk into the secret room. Right. <laughs> absolutely. I'm not that drunk. <laughs> That's funny. So, all right, so there, there are different events uh, around this, uh, around in Michigan. Uh, if people want to find out or wherever people are listening, can they go to the Rocky Patel website and find out where absolutely. these events are taking absolutely. place? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, for this leg, because it was just thrown together this year. Uh, um, I, I know there aren't any events scheduled in the Michigan area, okay. uh, but, but uh, next year, I would imagine there yeah. will be. Obviously, we'll want to reach as many you know locations as possible. Sure. And, uh, if someone from Michigan wanted to go, because I mean Pittsburgh isn't that far, and that's are a there, five is there and a half hour Ohio? drive from here, man. Ohio has some smokers <laughs> in it, right? Right. Is, is there oh, any? Oh, are there championships in Ohio? Or yeah. no, no. There's no competitions in Ohio but either. But if you go to the website, you can find out where they're. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there cool. is a list. Vegas? Uh, um, 
Come on, give me a reason to go to Vegas. I'm not sure. I know, I know that the uh, we'll check the website. The you competitions I want to say start this weekend down in Texas. Okay, oh. wow, right If on. I if I remember the I'm list correctly, so right. it's down in Texas is where <laughs> really, they're starting. I'm so close. See you there. So, all right. So, Rob, what is uh, is there any tricks to a slow smoke to to keeping it going? Practice. Practice. Ah. <laughs> is it That's a smaller it. cut? Is it is it a drier cigar? You know, is I gotta be honest. Um, a wetter cigar. Is it? I, I typically don't like to smoke them slow. Lick it, so lick it a lot, you know, you know I mean, well, that's the thing is there. There's a. This is very specific. There's a list of rules oh, you uh, that you have to follow you while are smoking. Me these rules. Yeah, yeah. They're just—they're incredible. They're just, it very, they very—they get rules. into the nitty-gritty. Like, we don't need going, no rules. We don't need no rules. You know, <laughs> like no you only get two matches. So basically, if you don't get your cigar lit accordingly with those two matches, you're done. There's no relights. There's no relight. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly, can you, you like have stick to... it with a toothpick and hold like the hobos <laughs> no. used to in the Bugs Bunny cartoon? <laughs> Right? I wonder. I wonder. But uh, but the people who, I mean, have been doing this, like I said, I, I know a gentleman uh, from uh, actually Kentucky. Right. He uh, was the first one who told me about this event. And he, he was saying it's really specific. And people really dedicate their time to, to training yeah. for this event. <laughs> it, so it, in Croatia, what's the, I mean, besides bragging rights, do we know, is there a big brand world? Is there a ring? Is there a... Uh, do we know? Swag uh, bag. We're looking. Swag bag? Yeah. <laughs> swag bag. Yeah, swag exactly. Bag. Like I said, I know in the U.S. we, we have different products, you know, like yeah. cutters and, and special humidors designed. Nice. Um, and, and, but when we, for the Croatian championship, I'm not sure exactly right. okay. what that prize is. All right. Yeah. But it's probably, it's probably it's just the fun of it, really. It, Absolutely. It's got to be. Absolutely. So, Paul, you were a, a just... You smoke. How many sticks in a week would you say you smoke, Paul? In a week? Yeah. 20 easily. 20? Yeah. Really? 20. Yeah. Wow. That's it? Do you smoke in your car? Yeah, that's it. He's a, he's a, he's a beginner, folks. Yeah. He's a beginner. So, Paul, is there any, so when you smoke, do you try to make it last, or is there a way when you're smoking a cigar? You, you know, I've, I've never timed myself. Okay. You know, I, I, this is uh, start training uh, right. now, new, man. You need to start training now. Exactly, new, new frontier for me. Uh, you know, I've never heard of this, and I was like, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. To, a slow, so the slow smoke. So, what, what are, do you know? Like some of the times, like a, what a good time for like making the cigar last is. I, right, I, 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 you know, this is something. It's very new. In the size well, is and new. Th that was the first yeah. thing when you when you're saying about yeah. the slow smoke. That was the first thing that came to mind is. What are we considering a slow smoke? Slow I mean, smoke are we taking right? you know four, five, six hours? I mean, is it right. longer? Right. However long right. it takes. Because right. to me, you know, I'll get a Toro size, and that that's probably a good two, two and a half hours smoke. Sure. And I'm hearing the size that he's given me. You know, which five and three quarter. 48 ring 42? Uh, 42? Five, 5 and an eighth by 42. Yeah, yeah that, that's not a big cigar. No, right. No, not at all. It probably keeps it a reasonable time length. So. Yeah, it right. is. Exactly. It's really a dog walking cigar. So oh, okay. That, all right. You know, that's usually a 45 minute to an hour smoke, maybe. Okay, so, so if you can do so, All right. So you know, an if hour. You're me, if you're telling me all of a sudden, you know, these guys are making it last three to four hours. Mentally, that that's, is. That's, that's intriguing. That's a lot of practice. <laughs> oh, it, 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 it sounds, sounds like one of those uh, poker tournament marathons. Okay. But there's no. There's no buy-in. There's no rebuy-in on this one. Yeah. So, you know, roughly they have, uh, like last year, there was roughly 250 competitors oh, in okay. Croatia <laughs> doing this, as, as I'm uh, Googling as that we sit here. <laughs> 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 
That is, and that's the thing, just kind of building some excitement and some fun uh, around the brand and around the around the right. hobby. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, look, just being blunt, in the, in the day and age of, you know, the FDA and some of the fun being sucked out of the oh. industry, it's, it's nice to, and to to come up with new ideas, you know, and, and, and again, just, I mean, anything to, I mean, we smoke cigars for that hour-long vacation, right? I mean, that's the idea of it. You smoke that cigar, you have that break from, you know, the trials and tribulations of your day-to-day life. Yeah. And, uh, and when you can put another fun aspect to it, I mean, what better can you ask for? I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. So, all right, so we, I have in, in front of me uh, the Rocky Patel Royale. Yes, sir. It's the Royale with cheese. <laughs> no, so it's just the Royale. The Royale, uh, yes. It's the Marriage of the Vintage series. It's okay. a beautiful cigar. And this is, I'm learning. I'm learning as we go. Very good. I'm so this proud of you, This is a box press. It's yeah, a little squared off, right? You are correct. This is a yes, box sir. press. I'm so proud of you, man. I, know. I, I learned shit now and again. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, as we say, you know, smoking is something that's very personal. Yeah. You know, the, the, the size of the cigar, the, the cut of the cigar, you know, round or box pressed, you know, obviously the different wrappers and fillers, you know, location. So many different, you know, nuances go into why and how we smoke what we smoke. Uh-huh. So, so yeah, and, and with that one, beautiful box press, Sumatra wrapper. Uh, again, marriage of the vintage. So the Sumatra wrapper, like the vintage 1992. Okay. And then the binders, it's got a dual binder, which is uh, a Connecticut shade, like the vintage 99, and a mm. Connecticut broadleaf, like the vintage 1990. And then the filler, as the vintage series is, Nicaraguan filler. Okay. So, so how long has the, the Royale been part of the Rocky Patel line? Uh, the Royale, that came out, I want to say, if I remember correctly, it was eight years ago-ish. I think it was about eight years ago, if I remember correctly. It was, it was before my time with the company. Okay. But, uh, so it's a standard with the company? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The, uh, the number five cigar of 2014. Um, delicious, you know, toasty, creamy bl- uh, smoke. I, it, it's, yeah, it's wonderful. Me personally, it's my, it's my go-to bourbon cigar. Huh. Absolutely. So the Sumatra wrapper, you know, it's got a, it's a darker wrapper than anything else. Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, sir. So that, don't, we need a flame if Can we could. Can I get could. a flame? For yeah, you. we I need flame. Flame Absolutely. this puppy up while we're. So the wrapper itself, the, the wrapper on a cigar really adds to the flavor of what you're Absolutely. tasting. So Absolutely. Absolutely. They, you know. They say, you know, the, the wrapper is, you know, 80%, 80% of, of the flavor. Of the flavor. Oh, okay. And, you know, and, and actually, there's something I, I always like to touch on. It's one of the things um, people talk about, and I'm going to segue a little bit. Please. Like the sizes of cigars. You know, you, you have your, your thin Lanceros. You have your 60-gauge. And, of course, the Toros and Robustos that you see most commonly, right? And a lot of people always talk about with the wrapper of the cigar, um, that's where, again, all the flavor comes from. Right. So with the larger ring gauges, people talk about, ah, you, you know, you're, you're not getting as much flavor from that cigar. But I'm like, it, it has the same wrapper that any other size has, right? So at least in my experience, and people can uh, comment and, you know, argue with me all day long, but it's not the, you know, like the filler to wrapper ratio that, you know, constitutes how much flavor you get from it. It's how you draw. As I was saying earlier about cigar smoking being personal, 
you know, the size, the cut, yeah. all that. Well, if I have, it, you know, if I don't draw big, then I'm not going to want to smoke a 60 gauge cigar because as I draw on that cigar, uh, I'm probably not going to connect with that wrapper as much as I would say a Corona. But if I sm- if I draw big, I don't want to smoke a Corona because I'm going to burn it out. So that's what I mean is finding that balance because, yeah, you want to, as you're drawing, the idea is to connect, you know, have the air drawn down the wrapper so it's picking up more flavor. Huh. Yes. And that's always the argument I've heard is the ratio of filler to wrapper. Right. And, yeah. You know, again, I, I totally agree with you. It's, it's all about, you know, your personal preferences, how you draw. Right. Absolutely. You know, well, because... The, the, the ratio, I mean, obviously it changes, but it's pretty much the same depending on the size. If you have a smaller gauge cigar, you have less filler, but you also have less wrapper. A big 60 gauge cigar or, or even the 70s and whatever craziness goes on past yes. that, um, you have a lot of filler there, but you have a lot of wrapper as well. It's all about that connection. It's all about how you draw on it that, that determines how much flavor you get. Huh. I've had more luck. I, I have really bad luck when I'm smoking cigars. Okay. Inevitably, for whatever reason, Matthew and I will be out. We'll each get cigars. Mine will boat on me. Um, okay. And But I've had more luck with the box-pressed cigars not boating on me. Interesting. Than I've had with, with, other, with other cigars. Yeah. And, it, you know, because we'll both get cigars out of the same box. We'll go to, you know, right. a place and do a show and do a recording and... And grab cigars. Mine's boating away, and his is fine. And yeah, like, I yeah. hate you. <laughs> uh, I know what I'm doing, <laughs> supposedly. And, right. And, but I've had more luck with the with the with the box press. Is right. That is that just I don't know. Is it that, just, I, mean, I just have bad that, luck or what? It, that's honestly, it, it's one of those things when people talk about the issues they have with cigars. You know, you you try to be gentle because you don't want to say, ah, well, it's your fault. But yeah. typically, I Getting mean, on it. It, 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 it's it's your fault. Yeah. Um, you have the brain. The cigar doesn't. And if, if you are having a, a, a burn that's off, you've got to use that lighter and touch it up. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't, don't, you can't frown upon a cigar yeah. because it's burning unevenly. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you know, people talk about the, the oils. It doesn't have the brain. Because we, we do this frequently. Yeah. Right. And it's me, you know. Yeah. It's like all oh, my girlfriends it's, told me. It's, me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, me. it's you. It's not me. It's you. No, no, it is. But it, it was me. It usually was me. So well, folks will talk about you know the oil in your fingers. You know, Absolutely. if you're touching the cigar, it's going to make it burn a so, different way. So many different factors. Yeah. The, the oil on your fingers. The uh, uh, the way it's lit. Uh, Again, how how you draw, yeah. um, where you know sometimes if a cigar is sitting, even if it's out of the same box, you know if it's in that that certain place in the box where the humidity just kind of sat there, and you know maybe it's it's settled on the bottom of that cigar, you know, has so many different factors. Wow. It, it's and that's why again, as responsible cigar smokers. Yes, we've got to take care of the yeah, cigar. Yeah. Yes, you do. Oh, yeah. Well, I see you doing it. I'm like, all right, I got to fix this baby. And yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Side, but, uh, yeah, and, you know, it's it's a it's a natural product, you know. And look, not just the Rocky Patel brand, but everybody out there. I mean, their checks and balances are top notch. Uh, you know, I I always say, you know, we are living in the best era of cigar smoking. Because Yay. the you know the checks and balances of the cigar industry, especially to the U.S. market, and we are we're we're, we're picky, right? Yeah. I mean we we demand quality, and 
most everything in life. And, you know, these companies realize that. So they are. Their checks and balances are top notch. So they're providing you with quality cigars, quality rolls. You know, like, like the Rocky Patel factories. We draw test every cigar that comes you know, that in a Rocky Patel box has right. been draw tested to make hmm. sure you're getting a good draw ah. from it. But that said, you know, through transit, you know, uh, uh, sitting in a humidor or sitting in your car for so many different factors. In your glove box. Right. What? Well, I, in a UPS <laughs> truck on the house. Exa- exactly. Exactly. You know, Zero degrees outside. Right. Well, I deal with that all the time. Being the rep. You know, I have my samples that I'm bringing in to, to share with people to, you know, promote the brand. And, you know, sometimes if, you know, here in the Midwest, if I'm hitting those, you know, cold, frigid temperatures, if I have my cigars in the car just for the day, that's all it takes is for that temperature to hit the cigars briefly. Mm-hmm. And, and that, le- as I say, that leaf gets bit. So, you know, if you light that up, if if you light that up and, you know, that that heat starts moving through there, if that cigar, if that leaf is bit, I mean, it's going to, you know, obviously when things are cold, they compress. When things are heated, they expand. Well, if the leaf's not ready to be expanded, it's going to crack. Right, right. And and it has so little to do with the quality of the cigar itself. There's so many other factors that are going to, you know, lay into that. So... Again, it's just it's just being an aware smoker. Right. That's it. You know. That's why a lot of times when I get mine, I'll put them in the humidor and let them rest. Absolutely. You yeah. know? Well, I, I do that often when I'm doing events and, you know, I, I bring in cigars. So, you know, if you buy a box of cigars, you get this and that. And usually cigars are uh, part of that giveaway. So, but again, a lot of times I'm traveling and those cigars have yeah. been bit by the cold in my car and so when i hand them those cigars that they got for their purchase i'm like don't smoke this one now (laughs) you know hold on to this put it in the humidor let it rest or if i'm doing events and i'm sending cigars uh to a shop i always want them to be there at least three to four days prior to the event and i ask everybody put them in the humidor you know, Scott, let them rest before we sell them to the customers because then everybody's going to come up to me. This is crack. This is canoe. This is oh, yeah. wire your cigars. And it's like, it's not, it's not it's, us. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, I didn't say that. It's, yeah. uh, it's or Mother Nature. Yes. Yeah. Let, let's blame it on her. <laughs> well, 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 the, what we try to do here is when you when we bring in cigars, we try to keep an extra box so it's sitting there, it's acclimated or it's sitting in there resting for a while before we open it up before the customers get it. So as much we try to do that here too. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's important. Yeah, so we're at the Stray Cat. One of the things that we were talking earlier, Rob, one of the things I really enjoy about what Rocky Patel does is they, they, they want to make sure they're touching base with their with their customers, with their clientele. Absolutely. Right? So yes. being here at the Stray Cat, the Stray Cat, Scott, you guys, how many faces, it's called faces, right? Correct. Yeah, how many faces do you, of Rocky Patel do you have here at the Stray Cat that folks can, uh, roughly, <laughs> I don't know. One, about two. Uh, 30, 35. <laughs> so there's a, th- that's a lot of faces to try the Rocky Patel brand itself. So that's one of the things I really enjoy about what, what Rocky Patel does is, you know, that, that clientele outreach and making sure that you're taken care of so then you can take care of your patrons that are here that enjoy the Rocky Patel brand. And you know? by Rob swinging by, too, he takes a look at what we have yeah. and what we should have so we can rotate different things within the humidor to make sure we have what the latest and greatest that the customer's looking for. Absolutely. And that's, I mean, that's one of the best part of the industries is when you, uh, 
have great partners uh, to work with yeah. and you can pop in and you can look at the humidor, the inventory, say, well, this one's moving, but this one's maybe lagging a little bit. It's always interesting to me, uh, you know, it's, and it's just, it's consumerism, period. I mean, it's retail. So consumerism um, in a whole, something that will sell great in one spot won't sell for nothing, you know, 15 miles down the road. Sure. You know, sure. And, and it's just the way it goes. They're micro markets almost. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very much. Well, Scott, this is like the second location you've had, right? You were down in the Gross Point area. Correct. Now we're further north, north, northern suburb of Detroit. Um, what, how, what have you found to be different from your clientele from the Gross Point? Well, actually, location, your, your clientele I'm finding the uh, era of cigar smoking has changed. When we yeah. first were in the other location, we were that? there the, from 2000 was... to 2012. Yeah, so it's been... And we found that there was a huge spike towards up to, up to I'm saying, 2008, 2009. And then we saw, personally, over there, cigar smoking seemed to drop off a little bit for various reasons. Part of it, I think, was economics, and part of it, I think, was um, different rules and regulations. Yeah. When we moved to this location, I found that we're taking off every day. We're bringing in new types of cigar smokers. Hmm. I'm finding that about a third of the people that come in here are experienced, know what they want, may even have their own cigar. That's because about they a, listen to our show. Yeah, because it was I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, about a third of the people... I'd say are a more the typical smoker that uh, either reads the magazines or takes recommendations from other people, but they but they are more the casual smoker. But I also see about a third of the people that are coming in here are new to the market period, and I'm finding it both female and a younger clientele that are coming in. And yes, some of them like some of the flavored cigars or smaller cigars, but sure. overall, I'm seeing a new generation of younger people and including uh, females coming in and smoking cigars and okay. asking questions about it, whether it's to us or other customers that they see uh, smoking cigars and trying to get some insight um, and then I find that they go from a certain type of I call a beginner entry-level cigar that the next time you see them or two or three weeks down the road you see them again they're now going into something a little different more mainstream that's the beauty of our group cigar smokers of Michigan we have anywhere from newbies to guys who've been smoking 20 25 years or smoking 20 in a week yeah or know. smoking 20 in a week or more <laughs> and we, we always have questions you know it's, it's always it's not just newbies asking questions it's you know we'll, we'll, people will post pictures of their cigars online absolutely and oh my god how did that taste what yeah. did you think about it right, right right and you know oh i didn't like it you know you get responses you know, from some people, oh, that's a horrible cigar. To oh my god, I smoke that daily. I love that. Absolutely, cigar. <laughs> and we're re referencing the same blend all yeah. the time. Yeah, different I strokes, different folks. I, I think I posted a picture of a cigar I was smoking after I mowed the lawn, and I'm like, hey, I'm enjoying a cigar. And then Paul chimes in, "That's a lawn mowing cigar. That's not even <laughs> worth your time." <laughs> well, and you were, but you were smoke. You did it while you were mowing your lawn, right? I, I, yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> I, I have those myself. There's some. My wife was like, "Why do you buy those?" And I'm like, "Because they cost me a buck fifty a stick." Right. You know, if I drop it in the lawn and run over it with the lawnmower, I don't care. It's not the $10 stick that I'm going to be on the back patio with later on. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And I'm the same way, you know. Obviously, as a rep, that's, you know, one of the perks of the job is I have cigars at my disposal. Um, but, you know, 
even you know with the Rocky Patel lineup, I've smoked everything Rocky Patel, and I have my favorites of them, and you know some that you know I'm not going to necessarily pick out if I have options. But as a, as a rep, you have to have that opinion as well. You oh, absolutely, to, yeah. absolutely. You know, I like to I like to think I, I've got a pretty okay palate. You know, I'm not always going to sit there and be able to nail every note and nuance that that is in that blend. Mm-hmm. But I can pick up certain you know aspects of it. Sure. And uh, and yeah, I mean, even stuff that isn't something that I would smoke, as I say, on purpose. I can still smoke it and say, ah, you know, that's a good blend. I can see why people would enjoy that if they have that certain, you know, flavor profile. Like typically for me, if it's a peppery cigar, it's I'm not gonna smoke it. Uh, it's it's not no, my go-to. I agree. But with if you. there is some pepper and maybe a uh, sweet, creamy balance to it, all of a sudden I'm like, huh. It's you know it's not too bad yeah Yeah. absolutely and and I get surprised you know and and it's just like everything else my palate changes what I've eaten that day what I want to drink with it obviously the pairings you know it is an artisanal product you know just like our coffees and our bourbons and our wines you know and and it's it's fun to put those things together and and do something different well I have to admit when you told James about his cigar and it has a Sumatra wrapper all of a sudden my ears perked up because I'm a Sumatra Cameroon wrapper kind of guy. Okay, absolutely. I was like, okay, what do you got over there? Oh, okay, I'm going to have to check that one out. All right, so since you said that, I'm going to, a uh, personal favorite of mine is um, I, I also like a Cameroon cigar. Pairings wise, me personally, a rye whiskey with a Cameroon wrapper. Ooh. If you're a fan of either or both, try that. Yeah. I, I think the flavors that come out of that Cameroon due to that rye are delicious. That's yes. a great Absolutely. segue. You said this was Connecticut wrapper. Is there Can- no, uh, this is, 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 is a Sumatra wrapper. It has a Connecticut shade and a Connecticut broadleaf binder. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right, because there is some rye whiskey sitting on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great segue. Because you're you're talking about with this? <laughs> actually, I'm surprised how well I think this actually is pairing. This is a Traverse City uh, limited edition barrel proof at a 55. Only, yeah. only. And I was expecting when I first sipped it that it was going to burn my throat. It's actually not. I'm finding this is actually a really good pairing with the uh, with the cigar. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, we, we gotta try that. Girl down and get a glass with some ice in it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I got a glass right here in front of me. There we so. go. <laughs> so Scott, here at the Stray Cat, right? It's the experience is a lot more than the cigars, right? You have a you have a great selection of spirits on the shelf. True. This isn't just a typical cigar lounge. And then it's we're, a party every night of the week too. That's yes, true. It is. We're more of a uh, of a uh, bar that's cigar friendly because we have twenty tap beer. We have tons of different whiskeys, bourbon, scotches. We have martinis, and we have live entertainment on Mondays, Mondays, Thursdays, Friday, and Saturdays, as well as we have TVs for people to watch the sports. So on one end, we have the couches you can sit down and relax, but we also have chairs and high tops. Um, So we have a a broad mix of people that actually come in here. It's not just for cigar smoking. It's for entertainment value, and even including food. We do have a uh, kitchen here with food, so you get a little bit of everything. See, it's a great menu, too, by the way. not a big cigar smoker, and she just texted me, by the way. Here, let me give you an update. Uh, it is garbage night, honey. Make sure you clean out the cat box and get all the trash to the curb. 
So there you go. <laughs> Colleen's checking in. Thank you, honey. <laughs> Love you. She's in the middle of it, so remind me as I leave, I need to clean the cat box and All right. take the trash out. <laughs> but she's not a big cigar smoker, and we were out and about, and we wanted to hear some live music, and I go, I know, and we were striking out. And we were at a place down the street, and it was, the band was just crap. And I was like, well, Stray Cat, like, the weekends, they're, they're pretty good for live music. Let's roll over there. She's like, oh, it's a cigar bar. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not that smoky. She goes, it's a cigar bar. And so, but we came and it wasn't smoky. She, because she doesn't, she does not suffer anything well. <laughs> I, I can say whatever the hell I want because she doesn't listen. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, you know, it, it's like, see, I'm on the radio here in the city too. And it's like, people are like, oh, I heard Jamie on the radio this weekend. And she goes, wasn't it funny when he said, she's like, I don't listen to him. <laughs> I have to I listen gotta, to him every day and night. Home, I'm not listening to him on the she radio. He's on the house, thank God. I'm not turning him on. <laughs> Jamie's narcissistic enough to uh, listen to himself anyway, so he knows what he sounds like. <laughs> no, but that's true that we do hear that sometimes from people that they're worried about coming in here, but the state does mandate a certain type minimum ventilation, oh, okay. so we took that ventilation over the top and not only exchange fresh air into the building and suck out the older air, but right. at the same time we also have five uh, internal filters that are going all the time too to nice. clean the air. So for many people it's very tolerable, yeah. um, so we do attract people that do not smoke, that also come in here to enjoy the food or the entertainment yeah and, and she did and we had a good time we danced we had a couple cocktails i didn't smoke because you know i was with the fun police <laughs> <laughs> no but we were dancing we were out having a, having a nice weekend night out well we i have to admit we the, date night so the, the last time i came out to stray cat was for one of the csom herfs ah. and it was one of our first herfs even the people watching here you know, if you're oh, yeah. if you're not to the dancing thing, I was just kind of sitting back on one of the couches, having a nice smoke, and yeah. the people watching's awesome. Right. Yeah. Well, the atmosphere here is it, it's always great. You know, again, when you got a good live band, you know, a couple drinks flowing, some good cigars to smoke. I mean, you're coming here to have a good time. Yeah. And you know, Scott and Jackie, they they make sure that you're gonna have a good time. Yeah. So it, it, it's. Yeah. It's the best of all worlds. Yeah, you do find all kinds of people. We are 21 and over, but you'll find younger people, and you actually find people up into their 80s that come in here that are enjoying themselves. You find people in their suits, and you find people here in casual clothes, celebrating events, on dates, whatever. We have a lot of different things going on that uh, welcome a lot of different kinds of people in. So you, you, you have the Traverse City uh, whiskey, right? So we're here in Michigan, and you pulled up the Traverse City whiskey. It's the rye. Is, now, this is a special barrel one? Is Correct. This, this one, is a uh, barrel-proof um, signature edition. That's why it has a much higher proof on it. Okay. Uh, and this is just something you got through your distributor? Yes, correct. Right on. So we, we've, I think we tried the Traverse City. We did the, I think we did the cherry one. Uh, they have a cherry because they Traverse do. City they is really do, and that is very the, good. The, <laughs> the cherry festival, absolutely. And so we tried the the, the cherry expression of it. Um, I don't think we've tried the the barrel proof and the rye at that. So Matt's kind of doing a little quick Google search. He's going to come up with the mash bill and everything on this for us. But uh, so pairing. Rob, pairing a, a, a rye with a cigar, what what are we looking for? What are we looking to do? Well, I mean, with any kind of pairing, uh, at least, I mean, you know, again, me personally, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to pair the, you know, the, the the drink and the cigar to where they like kind of where they blend together. Yeah. I want I want them to complement each other. Okay. Yeah, you know, I think that's key is the compliments. So whether it again it's that Cameroon with the rye. Or, or you know that uh, Sumatra or 
whatever with the bourbon because let's be honest i mean cigars and bourbon well you, you got uh, bourbon coffee <laughs> right you know I, even like a dr pepper you know absolutely it's pair with anything yeah I, I have specific cigars that i have with my coffee i have specific cigars that i like with absolutely, my bourbon yep. um I, I always talk about the sun-grown maduro by rocky patel you know number two cigar 2016 amazing blend i uh, i I honestly believe it's one of the best Maduros on the market. And if you drink a red wine, you want to smoke that cigar with a dry red. It's delicious. A customer out in uh, Wisconsin introduced me to that pairing, and I am thankful years (laughs) later to, to that. You know, I found that when I'm doing a cigar, I mean, I love bourbons and whiskeys, and I like pairing those up, but I think I've had more fun pairing wines with cigars than I've had doing, you know, the, the, the martinis or the, the, the bourbons. Um, I think I've had more fun with the wines than I've had with the bourbons. Yeah, absolutely. Wines. Absolutely. Again, it's the artisanal nature of it. You know, I mean, that different grape, that, that weight, how it was aged, you know, all everything about it the region it was grown in you know it all relates well i I have to thank jamie and matt for having me out today because i think this is the first time you guys have had me out where we're not drinking vodka our friends from zim's vodka yeah our friends from zim's vodka who we love but love you bruce paul pair a cigar with this Um, Um, okay where are the connecticut rappers yes absolutely yeah i mean there's certain things you know tequila it's another one of those where I, I find it difficult to, to pair something because, you know, certain, certain, well, certain anything, drinks-wise yeah. especially, I mean, if they have, or like, a, like me with a real peaty scotch, if yeah. it's a peaty scotch, that peat's going to pretty much take over that right. cigar. Yeah. So you just, you, you go easy, you go with like a, a Connecticut shade that's just, you know, creamy and just nice, and it just kind of blends in with it and, and it's more for the experience as opposed to the the actual pairing right well i'm gonna run off of rob here because uh, i've got a rocky patel 15th anniversary Delicious. and i paired that with a uh nice old-fashioned here oh absolutely and, uh, that habano you know, wrapper by the way this, this was the tw- number 20 cigar of 2018 absolutely so. Absolutely. You know, yeah, actually, I, I think the 15th anniversary um, has been rated uh, by Aficionado in their top 20 more than any of our other blends. I think that's been rated, I, I, I couldn't tell you the exact number of times, but a fantastic blend. Yeah, that, it's a beautiful blend. Yeah. Well, Scott, here at the, the Stray Cat, um, your mixologist, um, what kind of cocktail blends do they do uh do you guys come up with recipes and what kind of specialty cocktails no, do you actually guys do? we do have a signature menu that's in the process of being re- um, revamped right now but we do have a bunch of specialty things that typically a bartender will come up with and once uh, it's proven to the customers it goes on the menu and right now we're going through one of those revisions because the cocktail world has actually changed with a lot of different things a lot of different bitters and even the smoking products that you're putting smoke inside the glasses yeah that's something that actually we're going to very shortly to to come up with some different signature cocktails that you could pair with your cigars so i had i had we were at a fancy pantsy speakeasy over in royal oak and I was like, oh, I'll get this smoked old-fashioned. And they, it came. It was really cool. The presentation was awesome. It was over-smoked. I was like, ah, pump the brakes a little bit on this. It was like I wouldn't order another one of them. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. Was over, it was overdone. 
Um, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a cigar smoking event or place at all, but it was it was always kind of it just really took away. I mean, because bourbon it takes a lot to mask a bourbon, and it really did. It masked the bourbon, and I wasn't I wasn't happy with it at, at all. Uh, but I do like. We were talking about uh, Detroit City Distillery earlier. And they do they do some magnificent cocktails. Um, I think their cocktails are uh, drinking it straight is one thing. Doing up a cocktail is another altogether. Uh, and Swayze's on Swayze's on Roadhouse in the background on the TV. <laughs> So I'm sitting here trying to you know be a part of the conversation, and in the background, Patrick Swayze Roadhouse uh, Roadhouse yeah, Roadhouse Swayze <laughs> movie. And he, you know he just got sweaty Swayze. Yeah, he, he's, he's beating up the heavy bag here, and I, I just it's hard to stay in the conversation. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> All right, Rest but we're kind of going. We just have some yeah, ice yeah, yeah. to, to an to ice ball. Bring this friend. Make this friendly for us yeah. uh we got the traverse city whiskey the straight rye whiskey and the barrel proof matt what can you do you look up the what the, the 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 mash bill on this might be the mash bill the proof is what said 80 no, you know 159 110 yeah. it's gonna be at least 100 corn you're gonna have a little bit of right you know the rye in there barley um, but on the Traverse City whiskey, you're going to get notes of mint, a little bit of minty notes in this as well. Mm-hmm. I'm smelling yeah. sweet. Are you smelling yeah, a sweet? I haven't tasted it yet. I'm yeah. finding that it feel, uh, tastes a little sweet to me. Yeah. I, I was expecting the rye. I was expecting like a spicier. I was, I was expecting smelling. a real burn, Ooh, but this this is, there's uh, no burn this in this sweet. at all. You, get a little, you might get a little citrus on that. That's where the sweetness De- is coming definitely from. Definitely some citrus. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but you might get something that we don't talk about very often is toffee. We talk about caramel and vanilla, but you don't get toffee very often in a bourbon. You might get a little bit of toffee out of this Traverse City whiskey. There is the straight white, the rye whiskey here. So I, yeah, I'm, I I'm really pleased with this. What's that? I'm really pleased with this. I'm, yeah. I'm actually surprised for being such a high proof. The flavor that's coming out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not. Ooh. Yeah. No, that burning I, me. I, 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 there's no burn. At all. There's None. barely any burn, but it's going to sit. It's sitting on the palate really, really nicely. Very well, And yes. it lingers. And, that, and then that, now I'm starting to feel a little bit of caramel coming out of that, out of that palate yep. at the same time. Even though I've been smoking on a cigar, I can still feel that caramel coming out of it. There's something green in there, too, on the second sip. Maybe that might be that mint. Little- it doesn't taste minty, but it's green. I got a not, not grassy green, but yeah. just, I'm getting a little bit of green I'm with you. I'm with you on, on that one. That. Yeah. Um, it's not minty, it's not grassy, but there's a, a green to it. So yeah, oregano, <laughs> oregano. Are you Italian? <laughs> I'll just pick some parsley, dandelion leaves. So that thing, Matthew and I, we're not, we don't purport to be professionals. Um, no, in any way, shape, or no. form. I would have not picked up on that at all. <laughs> you know what? That, you know what? You got the man cave perfectly. That's, That's exactly what it is. We just like to, to hang out with some friends and enjoy what we enjoy. Absolutely. Uh, and then we we love distillers and and brand reps because because the people that make it and the people that sell it they say enjoy it how you enjoy it you get to, with like some upside aficionados that are like, absolutely that is key you know it's one of those things you know especially again when i'm doing events all the time people will come up to me well what do you like what do you I'm like, well, I mean, if you really want to know, I will tell you what cigars yeah. are, if you will, yeah. my favorites, my go-tos, you know. But it's not about me. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. What do you want? I, I can share with you why I like a specific blend and why I like it maybe with this drink or this mm-hmm. and that. But that's, again, it's it's me. What, what you like is, that's to be a completely different story. You know, I always, I always say, you know, there's certain cigars where you, know, you line up 10 people and, and maybe two of them will get the same thing out of it. You know, it, every, everybody's going to get a different nuance. You know, some people aren't going to be able to pick up any of those changes, you know, any of that complexity. They just get, you know, something light, like, you know, maybe a, a little bit of a sweetness or a little bit of that pepper, a little bit of that creaminess. You know, they'll just get like one aspect of it and they'll enjoy it just as much as the next guy who's picking up citrus and, yeah, and yeah. iron and, 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 you know, <laughs> and richness and uh, leather and, you know. It, yeah. Pencil yeah, shavings. Yeah, pencil yeah. shavings. <laughs> <laughs> but something you touched on earlier, I do agree that it's very personalized. And I see that even from people that come in here. Um, when people are pairing their cigars, you see some people even pairing it with like a milkshake stout beer. Oh, I see people still dipping their cigars in Grand Marnier or Cognac really? yeah. and things like yeah. that. But that's what they enjoy. And I don't say anything about it because that's how they like it. Yeah. So what Rob huh. just said, it's about them, not about what I like. It's how they like it. Right. So Absolutely. All different kinds and of then things. you cater to that client. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's another, you know, one of those things, you know, especially in the community that we have, you know, people become, you know, brand loyal and, and obviously I'm loyal to my guys, you know, again, yeah. Rocky Patel, I, 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 I love the guy. I mean, what he's done for, for me, the industry, everything, great guy, but you know, there's tons of other cigars out there. And like I said, everybody's doing amazing stuff today. Yeah. So whether or not, you know, your favorite brand is a Rocky Patel or, or whatever other brand you choose, you know, don't knock somebody else because they like this or that blend or anything because, again, everybody's, you know, into what they're into for but whatever reason seem, that would be. You also seem to find that people have, like, a rotation of cigars. People just don't stick with one cigar Typically and that's all not. they smoke. No, people seem to have a handful of different types of cigars that either for their mood, their price range at their end, whatever it happens to be, that they have different brands that they're loyal to that they kind of have as their back pocket kind of cigars that they, they really like. They have the celebratory. Ha- yeah. They have their, they have their cigars Absolutely. that, well, you know what, I- I'm in mourning or, you know, they, they, they have those types of cigars that are out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, me, uh, you know. Because I'm, I'm in and out of you know lounges all day, every day. You know, visiting customers, doing events, and and a lot of the time, you know, when I'm working, yeah, of course, I'm smoking a cigar. Um, but I'm also talking a whole heck of a lot. If you guys know me, yes, uh, we, you know this. Just, just met you, and yeah, I yeah. love it. I yeah. love right? I'm like Rob's coming in. You're gonna love him. He's got a great voice. Yeah. And I'm like, we was passing by in the parking lot, and he was like, hey, and I was like, hi, and it's hi. Like, and my voice squeaked. And, uh, yeah, I'm the professional broadcaster here with squeaky voice. And uh, I was like, that must be Rob because it's like he had yeah, the voice yeah. going. But that's the thing is, so I have my my go to everyday cigars you know the stuff that i can yep. smoke while i'm working while i'm having conversation i know it's not going to burn out my palate I, you know i i get a good flavor from it but i'm not sitting down and as i will say often i'm not nerding out on the cigar you know i'm not sitting there trying to say oh well it's you know it, it started off with this and now it's changed up to this and now that yeah I, i'm not always thinking that so i have my day-to-day go-to cigars that i just know i can have that conversation and enjoy my smoke at least you know somewhat because 
again, I'm, I'm, I'm working and I'm talking, sometimes relighting it over and over again because I talk so much. But So, in other words, you would lose the slow smoke competition? Absolutely. You stole my thunder, I'm glad Scott. you picked Thank up you. on that. That's great. Well done. But, you know, but then I also have those cigars where, you know, when I do have a night at home, you know, once or twice every three to four months, um, you know, I, I, I get... I get crazy, you know, and I'll, I'll make a, a nice dinner, and I'll make sure I have a sp- specific drink that's going to pair with my dinner, and then segue <laughs> into the cigar, and, and as I will say, I get romantic with it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it is, it's it's an event, you know, and, I, and, and I'm looking forward to that, so, and I have that specific cigar, and I'm like, I can't wait to have that. Uh, yeah. I, do the, I do the no, same I thing you. on uh, certain holidays, or birthday, or Father's Day, or whatever, New Year's, there's certain cigars that I like to say splurge on yeah. and those are the cigars I have on those days versus the Absolutely. dog walking cigar versus yeah. a hanging out cigar or around the bonfire so I have my you know a range of cigars I like too yeah sure Absolutely. Absolutely. I love yeah. it Love, love, love it. Uh, you know, I honestly, being here at the Stray Cat, being here with you, Rob, and with Scott, Paul, thank you. You know, yeah. the camaraderie oh. on the ta- at the table is just, and the conversation is in absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. You know, if you wanted to share with somebody what, what they would want to look for in a cigar and what they would want to look for as a novice like myself starting out, what would be the, a good starter for them? You, as in a cigar blend? Yeah, you cigar mean? blend. Where would they want to start? Well, I always, especially when, again, when I'm doing events yes. and I get, you know, people in, you know, young or old who are new to smoking. Yeah. You know, the, the quick go-to is always the Connecticut. Mm-hmm. You know, a nice Connecticut shade. That's a great place to start. Uh, you know, it's, it's easy to palate. And, uh, you know, I always say you don't want to burn somebody out on that first cigar because right. if you burn them out then you're losing a cigar smoker if they're not enjoying that experience they're not going to come back to it right and that's the key you want people to enjoy that initial experience and uh and then there's a, a bit of a graduation process it says as i was saying earlier about the you know personalization of it the size the cut you know all that that's involved you know learn that yeah. The V and cut or the straight, straight cut, cut or punch cut. Learn that aspect of it and then venture into that, you know, maybe a, a medium bodied cigar, trying a Sumatra wrapper, a Habano wrapper, a San Andreas wrapper, you know, trying to pick out different flavors. See if you have that palette. And then once you determine certain flavor aspects that you like. Mm-hmm. Then if you want that extra body, then jump in, you know, get that extra body from a cigar, get, the, you know, something with a little bit more Lajero in it. But, but then again, if, if, if you reach that medium bodied realm where you're trying all the different flavors and, you know, you're not tasting the nuances and this and that, then, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily have to buy the most expensive cigar out there that's, right. you know, touted to have this change up and that change up. You know, there's plenty of nice, you know, $8 cigars that are available that are premium quality cigars. You know, the Edge line, that's one of our top selling lines. And that's really what it's geared towards. You know, the Maduro is what you expect from a a Maduro. The Corojo, the Sumatra, the Habano, the Connecticut, uh, even the Candela. it's, It's everything that you expect from those wrappers and almost the essence of what those wrappers are. So if you're not looking for change-ups and, you know, craziness out of a cigar, 
that's a good budget cigar to move mm-hmm. into because you're getting quality tobacco. You, you know, you're going to get some flavor always. Yeah. yeah. But if you're not getting the nuances, then you don't need to be buying twenty, thirty dollars cigars. It's great advice. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree right. with so people Rob, come in here and yep. they're looking for a cigar for the first time. That's what I typically steer them to is something mild like a Connecticut and typically a Robusto size. There's no reason to have start smoking a long cigar absolutely. when they start yeah. because they just want to try it and see if they if they like it and then right. move on from there. But Rob's right. You don't want to burn them out the first time that they're trying something. Right. And literally your mouth. I mean, if you haven't smoked a lot of cigars, I'm not. I don't smoke. 20 sticks <laughs> a week, <laughs> a week. Let a, you know I might do you know two in a month I don't I'm not a heavy cigar smoker yeah I drink like a mofo but <laughs> I teach high school I drink like you a drink mofo. a lot <laughs> but uh, but you you actually literally it'll burn your mouth out if you're Absolutely. not accustomed to smoking a bit and you have a, like a long cigar you got a big cigar Absolutely. a long cigar that's the technical yeah. term but for you know it right it, 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 it's, <laughs> it'll burn you out again it's, and it's not necessarily even the size of the cigar even um, if it's a small cigar and again as I was saying earlier you know if it's peppery it's not my thing okay um you get a peppery cigar, and if there's some body in there, it, if that's not your thing, you're going to burn your palate out. And that's why, again, the Connecticut, every everybody, unless they're the, well, I only smoke full bodies, which I love you guys too. But <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Some people start out, I know, I know people who start out with a full body for breakfast, you yeah. know, but me, that's not my style. Um, but that Connecticut is just it's nice it's easy it's it's delicious you know mm-hmm. like I always say because uh, I, I love the golf I mean well yeah I like to be out on a golf course <laughs> swinging a club at a ball I get I my money's worth because I get to hit it a lot yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but you know like for me I'm smoking, you know, something mild. It might not be yeah. a Connecticut, but it's, you know, that mild to barely medium. Yeah. Because, you know, you're out there typically in the sun, yep. you know, maybe having a drink. Yeah. You know, you're, you're lowering your blood sugar. Oh, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> you don't want that heavy no. cigar because you're going to feel it. I've yeah. seen I've seen people you know, Why lose can't their I hit lunch it straight anymore <laughs> because you're high. <laughs> so Rob, we got in here and we jumped in and we just started right straight into the Rocky Patel and the championship thing that was going on. Absolutely. And I didn't dive into you personally. Uh-oh. Uh Rob, tell me about your child. That's, uh, <laughs> so uh but moreover, uh you were gonna be a preacher? Oh, how'd you? Who told you this? <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> really? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna call I didn't even our know friend that. Sean. Wow. Who outed you on that one? He so, did. Yeah, he did. So, Put me Rob, on blast. Tell me about yeah. your, tell oh, me about wow. your childhood, Rob. So, uh, <laughs> for those of you that can't <laughs> see, he is Can blushing right now. Yes, there, the, I, I am a shade this. of red at this moment. <laughs> nice. uh, that bald head is there. <laughs> wow, way to go! Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Um, yeah, so uh, I was born, go. my father was Air Force, so uh, I, I was born a an Air too? Force brat. He's lived in about, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. how many places have you lived? He was like in Alaska and in Washington and Pennsylvania. Yeah, both parents retired military oh, Air wow. Force, okay. so we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. We'll digress afterwards. Right. Absolutely. So absolutely. military brat, So child, grew up military, person. and uh, yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I, I thought uh, I had been called. 
and uh, eventually determined it was the wrong number. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you know. Boop. So it's, I, it's God. Yeah. It's this Connect. number has so, been disconnected. So, but I, uh, I, I followed Jesus's route and went into carpentry. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, though, I, I mean, I loved the industry. I, I mean, I sure. loved working carpentry. I, I loved seeing the fruits of my labor day in and day out. You know, it was nice to be able to stand there and look at that building and say, wow. I this is that. what we built. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but um, my hands went bad. Ah. You know, I was 23 years old, and uh, yeah, I, I could barely squeeze a tube of toothpaste. Mm. Wow. So, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I had to give it up. Ah. So I knew somebody, and uh, they said, hey, we just, uh, they, they had bought a division of the company that they worked for. So they were branching out on their own, and they, need some, they needed somebody on the phone. They said, Rob, you're a good talker. <laughs> Get on the phones. I said, okay. So you got that I, voice, I, though, man. Yeah. So, I, so I, I jumped on the phone, and uh, eventually it was in the industrial machining component world. I was selling gearboxes and gear motors. Thank you for clarifying that, because when I heard you were on the phones, I was thinking 1-800 number. That would be 1-900 number. My name is today. Rob. Hi, how you doing? What are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? <laughs> Khakis. <laughs> so, you know, after years of uh, being on the phone, started going on sales calls and, and, and that kind of thing, and uh, just really enjoyed just the sales aspect. I, yeah. I loved working with people, forming relationships, and, and, and helping people with whatever you know they needed help yeah. on. I just I, the relationships that was the biggest part of it. Yeah. Um, and then one of my uh, friends uh, had met Rocky many years ago and uh, has been working with him for 15 years. So I was visiting him down uh, in Naples, Florida, where our offices are. And I would go down there, and of course, he hung out with people from the office, so I got to know people at the office. Mm -hmm. I would go in, and you know, when I was visiting, stop by, say hi, or you know, when Burn Naples opened, I would stop by Burn and hang out, and uh, yeah, and I just got to know the, the guys. And um, you know, and it was one of those where the industry that I was in had changed, internet. I mean, you know, it was engineering, so everything went online. Yeah. And so the fun of the relationships was, was really dying because everything was just information transfer. Right. You know, the calculations could be done with a program, yeah. you know, and I became a high-paid customer service person. And uh, I, was, I was actually in Florida and uh, stopped by the office and Rocky was uh, vice president of sales, uh, David Bullock, called me in his office said and we just started talking and it's been five and a half years almost six years now wow almost six years right on and you know it, it was one of those I, I you know not married no kids and it was a caution to the wind kind of move best decision I had ever made that's awesome best awesome. decision I I, I I always say for myself you know my personality type yeah. to have fallen into an industry like this that is built on that camaraderie that brotherhood a, a sisterhood as well as we yes. speak of you know I mean that's everything of who I am yeah. you know and, and I just I, I love it you know we always say you know rep life isn't easy you know you're, you're on the road every day you know you spend more time in a hotel than you do in your own bed wow. and uh, and those days get long but the the positive of that is the community yeah you know so even though you aren't at home and I'm using quotation fingers when I say home uh -huh. you know 
all those other locations become an, an extension of your home because you are with friends. You are with that extended family, and, and that's what this industry is built on. So, so it's kind of like you already in, you already in the military then. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> in a sense. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the Rocky Patel Army. There, there is an artistry. Now, most people, you know, it's coming in as a novice coming in, you know, I, I didn't see the artistry in it, but as I get more and more into the hobby, you, you see the artistry that is in here. And as, as a woodworker, as a carpenter, I'm sure you can bring that out to your clients. That's probably a huge plus for you. Being oh, absolutely. To, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and all the manufacturers out there. I mean, you know, I would say a cigar purchase, it is. It's very personal. You know, between our the, the labels on the, the bands, the labels, the boxes, there's something very personal about that purchase. You walk into a humidor and you're, you're looking at all these options. Something's going to jump out at you, right? Whether it, it be the wrapper or the, the label on the cigar itself. Absolutely. You know? yeah. So something is going to grab you personally. And that's such a key component. You know, obviously, you, you, you want that wrapper on the cigar to be nice, have a good sheen to it. Sure. You know, that, that wrapper that says, hey, it's actually is- legible. Exactly. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you are correct. Um, yeah, it, you know, it, it's, it's going to jump out at you in some way. And again, that's, that adds to the personal touch sure. of, of the blends. Yeah. yeah. And so, that's why there's so many options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys, I just thank you so much for the camaraderie. Oh, thank, absolutely. Rob, thanks thank for the, you guys the for smoke and the information. Yeah, yeah. Scott, yeah. thank you for having thanks us for here in the pour of the Traverse City. That was uh, amazing. I uh, appreciate it. Paul. I, we love having always you, man. A pleasure, He's just guys. a wealth of knowledge. Hey, we, just, we, we, we always pull Paul in because we have no bloody idea what we're doing. Uh, we're talking about cigars. Holy crap. Paul, hell. Hey, the, Paul. The fact that we can say we adopted a godfather, it just, it just warms our heart. It really yeah. does. Well, it, it is funny. You know, Jamie had mentioned, you know, as, he, as he's doing this now as a hobby more and more, you know, you're looking at different things on the cigars. You know, you're getting more interested in I've reached the point now that it's not only about the cigars, but I like looking into the people behind the cigars. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so now yeah. I'm smoking a Rocky Patel. I want to know more about Rocky Patel. Or, yeah. you know, if I'm smoking an Iroa, you know, I'm. Well, no, what, what, Christian. What's Christian yeah, doing? Absolutely. You know? So it, it, it's funny as you get more and more into this industry, into this hobby. How much more are you going, wow, there's people behind these cigars, you know? Who are they? Absolutely. What, what motivates them? There's yeah. such a history to this industry. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, as I touched on earlier in the world of the FDA and, you know, government regulations hitting the industry uh, and, and this becoming more, I mean, let's, it's corporate America. You yeah. know, let's be yeah. honest, everything moves into that. And, and that's what we're trying we always try to hold on to we try to hold on to the history of this industry the beauty of this industry you know uh the documentary paul what's the documentary that came out last year right i, I know the one you're thinking of right there's an am, amazing documentary that came out that talks to feel like my, get my phone out and you yeah. know you google it but, oh, it's yeah. driving me crazy that I, the name ex- escapes me but uh you know it talks about where we all if you will we came from you know what brings us all here, and and the owners, and 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 the the reps. The well, workers, if you're lucky enough, even to rollers. visit a facility to see the rollers oh. and the people that are harvesting, Absolutely. and all the people behind it that are actually making yeah. it for you. Yeah, yeah. As Rocky always touts, from seed to smoke. As uh, a couple of the audience guys here uh, chimed in, um, they just recently went on the Rocky Patel uh, factory tour, and uh, I remember the first time I went there. 
you know, you walk away from it. And sure, again, as a salesman, as a rep for the product, it's great to go there and learn about the procedures, you know, how things are rolled, how things are packaged, how things are blended, all that stuff. But also just to see the families yeah. that are involved, the people who take such pride yes. in this product. You know, it's one of those... Uh, at, one of our products, the LB1 that we just started releasing last year, fantastic blend. One of the cool things um, that we do on the boxes is the whoever rolled that cigar, they sign the box. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. And you know, not to be a company guy, but I loved I loved what that brought. Again, that personalization. You know, it's it just this is you know whatever name you read off of that box you're like you know this is somebody in another country you know doing this to feed their family to pay their mortgage you know and, and, and this is some uh, if you will a gift from them yeah. uh, you know and just again that personalized personalization that it offers it's amazing when well, you see how many people are in the industry that third generation fourth, fourth generation. generation absolutely yeah and Look, it's one of those things where you get involved in this industry, it's hard to leave. I, 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 honestly, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. You know, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of, you know, and, and hopefully we hold on to that, you know, as, again, as the FDA gets involved, as things become a little bit more corporate America, you know, I, I, I hope the consumer continues to recognize that the history, yes. you know, the essence of where we all started, what, why this became a thing, and why is something that, you know, the families from Cuba, you know, left Cuba to continue in Honduras and Nicaragua and the Dominican. They left for a reason, because they wanted that, to continue that legacy and bring it worldwide. You know, and, and, and then again, the second, the third, the fourth generation, those people were carrying on the legacy of, of their fathers and their grandfathers and their mothers and, you know, and the people just working in the factories. And, and that's, again, we have the brotherhood. And when you leave an event, you know, not necessarily a sell, sales event or anything like that, but in a, when you're out and you're smoking and you're communing with, you know, the group of people around that table, you leave there, and hopefully you've left with something. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's the beauty of it. I, hopefully you've made a connection with somebody, with a friendship, yeah. you know, a future boss, whatever it is. But you leave with something, and, and you're going to carry that with you. It's, that's this industry. And when you talk about it. camaraderie, that's something that I find, too, outside of, let's say, a cigar bar. You go out skiing, for example, and you light up a cigar. All of a sudden, now, there's yes. five, six other guys around you, and what's common bond is a cigar. Now you start talking, then you leave as friends. Absolutely. You're talking my language. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I leave for New Mexico, going to Tawas here in a couple of days. I plan on taking a few sticks with me yeah. and firing it up when I'm on the slopes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You okay. might be at 9,095. 500 feet above sea level I don't care right I still can't breathe so what's the point <laughs> right right, right. <laughs> yeah but, you know that's a common bond between the cigar smokers that you can become friends with absolutely yeah. I remember you know when I first came in the industry and uh, my previous territory I covered uh, Minnesota and I was up in Minnesota and I, Minnesota Minnesota <laughs> there it is so there you are I, I was checking into my hotel <laughs> and it was a nice night and they had you know the, the outdoor area and there was a gentleman sitting there smoking a cigar so of course we strike up conversation of course and uh now you know 
he has my number. I have his number. And if he's traveling in, in my territory, if he finds out I'm doing an event or something, or, you know, if he's going someplace that, you know, he's not been to before, he'll say, hey, Rob, where should I go have a smoke at? You know, and, yeah. and I didn't know him from Adam. But now, you know, I consider him a friend. Mm-hmm. It, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, you, do, you find out how tight-knit the cigar community is. You know, I, I'm it's the a same big, way. small you, industry. You, you, you learn a lot of the, you know, even like the owners, you know, who they are. And mm-hmm. I, I've been to Hearst where, you know, the owner of Ambassador is going down to La Casa Ann Arbor to hang out. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, we know each other from way back. Absolutely. You know? yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's a community. Yeah. And hope. And, and we try to keep it that way. Yep. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you know, thank you for our, our for our folks that have stuck with us this entire show. You Absolutely. Know, an hour thank and 15, you, everybody. No, an hour and 15 minutes on, on your soapbox is fantastic. And I really <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> Truly do. Because your, your experience and your expertise is just it's the it. knowledge that you have. Just thank you. Thank you very sharing. much. I yeah. appreciate it. You guys, uh, we have some new friends tonight, man. So, Absolutely. you guys, thanks for uh, hanging out in the man cave. Cheers. 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 Till next time. Yes. Thank you.